Joey. From the Palatial Pride 48 Studios, high atop the universe, it's time for Catching Up to come screaming at you through to interwebs. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever the time of day it is where you are, we're glad you've joined us today. Hi Joe, how you doing? Catching Up is brought to you by Dubious Intent. Oh. If you've ever spent over five years producing an entertaining weekly podcast, well, then you know that sometimes you just decide it's time to call it quits. Check out their entire back catalog on the web at dubiousintent.com and be sure to use the special listener code WHATABURGER for a crispy discount. My name is Joe Batanz, and I'm joined from the crispy lettuce-free city of Oakland, California, by the one and only Mr. Mike Lawson. Hello, Mike. Hey, Joe. How are you? I'm good. Good. Good to hear your voice. I mean, I feel like I haven't talked to you for, like, was it 12 minutes when we called each other? Oh, but not only this, it was a phone call about why I couldn't record the show today. Yeah, we never do this, but we ended up talking way before... For a long time before we recorded, but Joe called me to tell me why he couldn't record. <laughs> and then, and then, we and then two an hour. hours later, I was like, we just did many episodes of Catching Up. Let's just get on the computer and record a fucking episode, Joe. And so I did. Here, here I am. Here I am. And also that for – I know you don't listen to this show, Mike Lawson, but uh, I think a lot of our listeners do listen. And a lot of listeners don't know what I'm talking about. But um, one of the shows that we know, at least we know them. Can we say that? Sure. Dubious intent uh, hung up the microphone. Uh, they just ended their show after a five oh, and a half year they? run. Yes. The show is over. They've ended dubious intent. So I thought I'd do like a, a nice little tribute. Um, a nod. We both, like, we both like one of the hosts, Adam Burns. <laughs> I know you're not Good. a big... I'm glad, I'm glad they're, <laughs> that they closed up properly instead of faded away. That's respectful. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. And I, yeah. And I wish Daniel Brewer all the best in his future endeavors. And same thing with... Uh, well, Adam Burns is going to continue. Daniel, what happened is Adam Burns is going to keep podcasting. But okay. Daniel Brewer has decided to, at least for the time being, retire from podcasting. Okay. Yeah. Retire is a weird word. I don't know. If I, I don't know if he would use the retire. He's just not going to do it for a while. Sure. Okay. So. Um, what's going on with you? I mean, we haven't really talked. Mm-hmm. What's weird though is when we stopped recording, we're like, we're going to take a couple weeks off. I feel like we communicate differently when we're recording because you like don't say you hold stories in a in your pocket. Yeah. Normally. But, like, I was getting normal text messages from you and, like, hey, this is what I'm doing and stuff. Like, we don't have those conversations anymore because we record all of our conversations, it feels like. Yeah. So that was nice. Um, do well, you have yeah, stories to tell me then? Or I do, but but, but the two-hour call we had today, I would say, oh, I can't tell this in the show. And I can't tell this in the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, we have a We could do a whole, whole other show on our secret lives. We could do a show about stories we can't tell on the show. <laughs> I know. Um... Yeah, um, my stories are pretty short this week, so it might be a short episode. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you have okay. these super long stories. I don't. I don't. I don't. Yeah, but um, uh, on uh, I, w- I had a really stressful night right after, after right after we stopped recording. 
right? I had a really stressful night and I don't smoke usually, but when I have a really stress, when I'm under a lot of stress, which is probably the best time to light up a cigarette, um, is when I'll, I'll go buy a pack of cigarettes and just smoke like a fucking chimney, right? Gross, yeah. I know, I hate, I hate, I literally, I'm so, gr- every, after every cigarette, I'm like, oh, that's it, I'm, I'm done, I'm throwing it away, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, so um, it was like late at night, it was like 11 o'clock at night, and I was mad and angry, which is to me my mood lately, and I was outside smoking, and uh, uh, there's a, in the apartment building I live in, there's a, a uh, I shouldn't say a kid, but he is a kid, but like, he's 22, and he lives next in the, across the hall with his family. Yeah. He comes. He identifies as straight, but really wants to have a relationship with a man. Sounds like Joe's type so far. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So I'm outside smoking, and it's like, he has he has most of his shit together, but when it comes to like one area of his life, like it's just chaos, like intense chaos. Right? He needs somebody to get his help him get his affairs in order. Well, the second part is true. The first mm-hmm. part is not. He's completely 100% straight. But uh, he comes out and he goes, hey, bro, you got another cigarette? Mm-hmm. And I go. Is he attractive? No. Scale of one to ten. Who would play him in a movie? How about that? Hmm. Who would play him in a movie? I don't know that answer. But if he lost like 50 pounds, he would be. Okay. Yeah, but he's he's a little he's a little overweight. He's he's like an okay. athlete who who like stopped being an athlete. Okay. Okay. He goes, hey, bro, you got a cigarette? And I go, uh, yeah, here. And so he starts smoking. He's talking about all the ass he's going to get that night or something like that, right? And we're sitting there smoking a cigarette right under a street lamp. And the garage where, where pe- I'm not allowed to park the car there, but where everyone else parks their cars um, is like behind the house. It's a long apartment building, but it's behind the apartment building. So up from like a distance, his mom comes walking up. Right? Okay. And I'm just smoking. And I, well, I, the only reason I know, like, I hear like, so you're smoking, huh? <laughs> and then he goes, yeah, I'm smoking. What about it? Yeah. Oh, it's real nice. Real <laughs> nice that you're smoking. And he goes, yeah, well, at least I, you know, once you do something, you're a housewife, you know, what do you just do? You sit and do nothing all day. Oh, that's okay. real nice. Well, why don't you pay rent sometimes? And he goes like, yeah, yeah. And they start fighting. And I'm just like. In the middle of it. <laughs> <laughs> and just like super awkward he's like yeah whatever and she just walks by it's real nice that you're smoking you're smoking why don't you start paying rent sure does like, she acknowledge you at all like no. a hello no who's no. this guy nothing like that no and that's it that's my story oh <laughs> but it was super awkward <laughs> have you seen the guy since yeah i see him all the time he goes across the hall oh do you guys like no, acknowledge that like, you have some sort of history no in, okay what's up bro what's up so next time you're out there and he asks for a cigarette do you give it to him or do you say well, i haven't like, smoked since then I haven't, I haven't been stressed since then well that's good so you're living a stress-free life well no me. as you know i didn't today. get a call today was that was like <laughs> stop fucking texting me i can't deal with this right well, now i didn't say to stop fucking texting <laughs> me don't lie don't tell me your joe batan stories you did tell me like i can't handle this right now well, I'm yeah, so he, mad I can't even deal with yeah. like the conversation you and I are having. I took a Xanax and a shower, and then I then I was able yeah. to deal with it. That fucking Mike Lawson was trying to be accommodating. 
No, I wasn't mad at you. I just, I just, I just didn't want to deal with the world. You were mad though. You weren't. Oh, I you was weren't angry. mad at me. I, I never thought you were, but oh, okay. it was like I can't. I just can't. I can't right now. I was like a mac uh, and cheese moment, as uh, my friend Taylor calls it. Right? Oh yeah, and I remember. Yeah, he does. Yeah, uh, this pod is my co-pilot. Like it's called the mac and I don't, I don't know what they're talking about when they say that. I don't know the story, and then people people will ask like, "What does that mean?" Oh, that's a long story. We told it on the show already. I'm like, "Well, tell it again," because I'm not going to go back your 800 episodes and uh, try to find the mac and cheese story. Speaking of mac and cheese, yeah, what's going on with you? 100% not intentional segue, um, but uh, over Christmas my family came. We didn't talk about that. We were recording like. The day I was going to – they were coming yeah, to you, town, I think. They were coming to town, yeah. Um, so they came. It was pretty uneventful. Uh, they stayed in an Airbnb near my house. And the one, there was one weird thing, and I swear to God we'll get back to mac and cheese. The one weird thing about the house that they got, um, the woman who owns the house, you could tell, uses it primarily for an Airbnb. Mm-hmm. And there's just like notes everywhere. Like, uh. don't use this uh, light switch. This don't plug any devices into this, you know what I mean? Just kind of like rules everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, I you do what you got to do. But um, one of the signs, one of the post its was um, next to the toilet in the one bathroom house, and the post it said, uh, "Old pipes, please do not flush any toilet paper." What? So, I guess the note was suggesting that you wipe your ass and then bring put the toilet paper in the trash can. Ugh. I guess. Ugh. That that this is why I'm against Airbnb. Every story I hear about this Airbnb, there's always something weird like this. It's always some weird drama, some weird like you know. I just read an article about the problems they're having with Airbnb. A lot of buildings are forbidding it. You know, yeah. apartment buildings. And so now they, um, people ran it out, we'll, we'll tell the people to, to pretend that they know them and their friends and lie. Oh, and, uh-huh. and I'm like, oh, this sounds like such a hassle to save a few shekels so you yeah. don't go to a hotel. Well, I mean, it could be a few, it's saving money. Yeah. But the idea of my family coming to town and we had, a washer and dryer. We had a full kitchen. We mm-hmm. had bed- bedrooms and a kitchen table. It was right for what we needed. We didn't yeah. need a hotel. Did you stay with them? No, no, no. They were oh. so close to my house. There was no reason to. Mm-hmm. Um, it was in your but, house, by the way. You left the yeah. notes. <laughs> <laughs> I put the note on the toilet just because I didn't want my family to be comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the, anyway... Long story short, with the toilet paper, the I feel like that's kind of a deal breaker. Like if in the description of the house it said, and by the way, at this house you can't flush toilet paper, I wouldn't have gone to that house, right? Well, don't you think that that's a big enough thing that oh, should I have see. been disclosed yeah, but, ahead of time? But aren't there reviews of the place on Airbnb? So that gets to the next part of the story. Well, we're, we're kind of figuring it out. My... The, this is I know you love stories about poo too, but the the kind of um, one thing that we kind of all concluded was if the toilet can handle poop, it's not gonna clog because of a piece of toilet paper. Maybe what it needs is like 
you need to space out the flushes, if that makes sense. So you can flush toilet paper, don't oh, flush I it see. all in one big clump. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, just yeah. space your shit out, literally. And um, that's kind of where we landed. I am, I do not support collecting your poop toilet paper and doing anything with it. Yeah. So uh, while we're like hanging out in San Francisco, the owner of the house texts my sister and she was oh, like, no. hey, just so you know, the last person left a negative review because of the toilet paper thing. My point was that the pipes are sensitive. So if that is, if it's too weird to not flush your toilet paper, I understand you can just be careful about what you're doing or whatever. Yeah. So that kind of just solved all of that. Mm -hmm. But um, when my family was here, Steve met them and we met them at a um, macaroni and cheese place in Oakland called Homeroom. So all of us. Wait, didn't I go there with you? Um, I don't think so. No. Uh Uh-uh. It's, I mean, it's really popular. It's like a, on, you know, the best of Oakland or if there's... Oh, no, we were in San Francisco and went to eat food. If there's any, like, TV shows about, you know, where they do, like, this week it's all about grilled cheese and next week it's all about mac and cheese. Like, this would be on one of those shows. Like, they get a lot of that kind of attention. But wait a minute. Um, I have a question. Did you and Steve and I meet more than once when I was in San Francisco? We've met up twice. So the first time we went... To that plate, oh, the that's right. Place. I went up for just a visit, and then another time I went for Chegg. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For work. Mm-hmm. You've never said that name on here before. I don't, I don't know give a shit now. No, we don't care. Um, Contract. So, over. and then anyway, we uh, they met. He met my family. It was just kind of uneventful. I hate that. Like my stories are like, and it no, was no, no. Let me ask. Let me ask questions. Let me ask questions. Okay. Yeah. Was Steve nervous going into it? Uh, I don't know. I think I we kind of talked about it. I think I was more nervous. And my nerves, I don't, I'm sure like the nerves had something to do with like my boyfriend is meeting my family. But it was also, I get anxious when I mix groups. Mm-hmm. And that I've, I've noticed that that's sort of a trigger. Like, I don't know, my work friend is meeting my, you know, friend from like regular life. Like that, that kind of mixing is always like awkward. <laughs> like you have like a regular if I life. go to an, if I go to an event, I've a, a good example is I went to like a drag show and I knew one of my coworkers uh, was going to be there, and so I was going to have to introduce and like I don't know for some reason that really gets me anxious, and so there was some of that. I want to make sure everyone's happy and like I feel like I figured out how to accommodate like groups of friends. So like uh, if I'm going to dinner with a gay podcasting friend. My conversation is different than when I go with a, a diabetes friend from Diabetes Advocacy Work. Well, if it's, you know? if it's podcasters that we know, they're, they're the same group. That's a funny joke, but I don't – that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. So it was good. There was an awkward moment when Steve offered to pay, which I – Very nice we, of him? It's super nice of him, but kind of awkward. I don't know. Like my – We've already talked about this, and you said you don't see anything weird or awkward about it, but I feel like when it happened, like the eye contact my sister and I made, we both knew it was, like, not good. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think that it's um, it was almost insult. Like, it could have been, and I, I haven't talked to my dad about it, but I could feel my dad saying or feeling insulted by it almost, which I know was not Steve's intention at all. How, how, how much was the back and forth? So... Short. It was Steve did it right. Steve said, 
you know what? Let me, how about I pay for this one? And mm-hmm. my dad's like, nope, you don't have to do that. And then Steve was like, are you sure? Well, maybe I could get the next one. And my dad said, great. Oh, so that perfectly was it. fine. It was, it was, yeah, it was a, a good interaction as far as those go because they do get drawn out too far sometimes. And But it was good. Not even so, a reason to be like exchange looks. No, when he offered, like the second he offered, my sister and I made the co- eye contact. But was that, okay, let me ask you, I have a lot of questions. Was the eye contact like what an idiot Steve was? Or? No, it was just like, did this just happen? It was just acknowledging that something just happened. But it didn't sound like anything really happened. It so, did happen. He offered to pay, which is the beginning okay, so of. Let me some, ask you this question: Do you think that it's weird really that Steve awful. offered to pay? A little bit. I don't. I mean, I know Steve really well, and I know his intentions and all of that. So it's hard to kind of separate into all of that. I don't think he did anything wrong. No, he told me ahead of time that he was going to do it, and I said, "Don't." That, that would be awkward. I want to explore this because. I still How about that. we'll put up a Twitter poll? Okay. And we can see you're, what you're people gonna, say. I, how are you going to word the Twitter poll, though? I think in I'm a way win this in one. which I will win, Joe, of course. <laughs> I, I actually find a way. I find it, I'm going to find it difficult for you to find a way to win on this one. Okay. Cause, cause my, but I want to be clear here. Well, Joe, how about this? Steve says, I want to offer to pay. And I say, I think that could be insulting to my dad. How about you don't? And you still do? So you said this – okay, there's a lot of – you see, you didn't say that before. So you're saying you had a conversation with Steve, right? Yeah, yeah. And you and he said, I think I'm going to pay for lunch or whatever it was. Dinner, yeah. Dinner. And you said what exactly? I don't think you should do that. This could be awkward for my dad. Maybe even insulting. I'm not sure. Okay. Just don't do it. And then what did he say? Are you sure? I don't – like you're kind of asking me to re- – Remember a conversation that's not crystal clear in my head. Okay, because so I don't want to like, I don't want to fill in the gap and say he said something he didn't, and I don't really even remember my exact words. I do know standing outside of the restaurant, he told me he was going to offer, and I told him no, that's a bad idea. That certainly happened. As, but as you and I discussed early uh, when, we, when I heard the story the first time, I feel this is me that you yeah. have to do at least. The reach. Does that make sense? You have to do at least the reach. Um, Otherwise, it's presumptuous, I feel, on Steve's part. Not that it is, but even if if he's following your rules, it could come off as presumptuous if he's just like, pay for my dinner, Mike Lawson's dad, who I just met. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so from what you tell me, yes, he did more than the reach, but it sounds like he did what was socially acceptable, even if he knew your dad was going to pay. That's that's to me. Like in other words, so you're saying he did he did the reach. Steve's version of the reach is just maybe a little bit further than your reach. No, I think I probably would have said I would have said what Steve said. Okay, but I would have said as I reached. I I, like it's if 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 the conversation went the way it is, it sounded like he made an offer. Your father said no, I got this, and he and I think the response was great. I think the response was fantastic. You know, like okay, I get the I'll get the next one. You know, Um, yeah, I don't. And then you pray there's no more. He breaks up with you immediately. I I guess so. And maybe this is hard for me to kind of parse out because I know Steve well. I know my dad obviously well. Do you know what I mean? So it's not just like, oh, this happened at a restaurant. I really maybe am overthinking it. I don't know. Well, that's – but I guess guess what I'm trying to get is the way you and I view this differently. Here's how I think it is. I feel in this situation 
that, in my opinion, that they're this seems to be like, like in other words, let's say my dad was the same way. And this is what I was asking about the eyes with your sister. Let's say my dad was the same way. Which, might, by the way, my dad would completely pay. And this exchange yeah. would totally happen, right? Sure, sure. There's nothing abnormal about the exchange. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nothing abnormal with the exchange. And, and, and I'll even go so far as to say if, if, if my boyfriend pushed it and really did pay, my dad would be very angry. I'll even say that, right? Okay. But I think what's different is if my brother and I exchanged looks during the exchange, it would be dad is such a weirdo. And not Joe's boyfriend is is, is off air. Does that make sure. sense? Yeah. And yeah. I think the difference is here is that it seems like the the focus is more. And I could be wrong here. You could clarify. The focus seems to be, ugh, what is Steve doing? Well, I don't think that it was a hundred percent of that. But I don't think it was a hundred percent of Dad's a weirdo. This is not going to be good because Dad's a weirdo. I think it was like a percentage of both i don't know what percentage of what and at this point i feel like the conversation we've had about the exchange is six times longer than the actual exchange <laughs> well i'm also trying to but, fill time well joe i also met uh steve's friends so we've talked on here about well when we first started dating he was pretty closeted <laughs> and you went to dinner and you just crossed your arms when the bill came yeah <laughs> Um, we, uh, so I've met a, a large part of his really close friends who didn't even know I existed until, you know, fairly recently within the last year for sure. Oh my God. So lucky. Um, so I met them and that was interesting. Everything. There was one weird conversation where, um, we're kind of just sitting around. Everyone's like, Oh, Steve had a, um, housewarming party at his Mm -hmm. house. Oh, Steve moved too. Joe, a lot has happened since we've stopped recording. Yeah. Uh, but Steve moved, housewarming, friends are there, we're all hanging out. And somebody took a photo, and then somebody said, Mike, what's your Instagram handle? I'd like to tag you. Somebody mentioned my Instagram handle. And then the uh, woman, she was like, oh, you have a lot of followers on here. And I was like, oh, yeah, my job is this, and blah, 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 right? To be perfectly honest, it's a kind of a canned answer that I've used before, right? And then Steve, who's, by the way, drunk at the time, and I bet you if I asked him, he would say he wished he didn't say it. He was like, oh, he also has a podcast. So he has, like, people oh, that God. know him from this podcast. Oh, God. And then his friends were like, oh, what's the podcast about? Yeah. And, by the way, our the synopsis of what we do is incredibly boring. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, I have a yes. friend, and we call and we catch up. Yeah. People – this happens to me all the time, yeah. Yeah, what we do might actually be incredibly boring, too, but uh, anyway – so I'm like, oh, no, 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 Steve, stop, kick you under the table kind of bullshit. And she was kind of pressed. She was like, oh, I would, I want to be on your show. What do you guys talk about? What oh, do you God. do? What's it yeah, called? And I was like, no, 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 no. Like, all, I just could only be rude because I certainly didn't want to start having that conversation. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that happened. But luckily, we didn't. We didn't have to tell them what we uh, – I didn't have to tell them about the like show name or anything. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I just wouldn't want them to be in on this at this point. No, but I, I've been in your position many times where people will say like, oh, Joe does a podcast. And it's always like, uh, well, what's the podcast? And you're right. It's like, oh, my friend who lives in Oakland, we call each other and we <laughs> talk about our talk. lives. And then um, we used to do news stories that we don't anymore. It's horrible. Don't do it. It's horrible. Don't, it's don't awful. Listen. It's yeah. awful. <laughs> like I don't it's 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 t- kind of like your thing you don't want to mix friends like guys 
I'm talking now, breaking the fourth wall here. Yeah. I feel you, like yeah, you guys are, are are friends, right? And we have our own little thing here. If you a stumble upon it. Friends. Yeah. yeah, if you stumble upon that's one thing. But trying to like it's kind of like too like you know what it was like? It was like I when I was in high school, I was a little Weisenheimer, right? And I had my I don't little know what f- that means. Isn't that the kind of dog that Auntie Vera has? Oh, I've seen Auntie Vera's dogs. I don't know. I don't know what they're called, yeah. But I was like a, a, a little wise acre, wise cracker, right? Okay. And I had wise cracker friends, like Manny from uh, Modern Family. <laughs> yeah, like Manny from Modern Family, uh-huh. and we had our little uh, group of friends who just made fun of all the jocks and everything, right? And we would um, like make little inside jokes in class and give them to each other, and when we between classes and stuff. And uh, I remember I was drawing this little comic strip making fun of the jocks. Right, mm-hmm. but it was very like coded. Like anyone who saw it wouldn't know what I was talking about. But it was like weird nerd language coded yeah. comic strip. And one of the jocks saw me drawing. He's like, "What are you drawing? Let me see it." And he grabbed it and he read it, and he could. I could. Just, I could just feel the heat go inside me because he did not understand it at all. Right, and I was like, oh. "What well, was written in code?" Like he. There was nothing to really for him to even understand. No, he wouldn't understand because yeah. it was like so inside baseball about sure. our jokes about these people that like like some uh, of our episodes. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Like, and so like it was so inside that like even if it was I was talking about him, he wouldn't know I was talking about him. You know? Sure. And I remember he read it and he was like, just handed it back to me. Like I don't know what the fuck this is. And that's how I feel when it's like outsiders want to know about the podcast. I'm just like, you, you don't understand. It's just. It's a different world. It's a different thing. And I, I, you know what? It used to be, I was actually just thinking about this the other day. When we first started the podcast, I wanted all my friends to listen. I wanted Chris and Mercedes and, you know, everyone to listen. You know, then there would be a way for them to hear my wonderful stories, right? Yeah. Now, you know, 150 plus episodes later, 170 plus episodes later, I don't want them to hear it. I don't want. Them. I want to be able to talk about Chris and Mercedes and um, you know people in my life without them hearing it. Sure. I want. I want this to be sort of my my safe haven where I could come. <laughs> I like, publish onto the internet. That I publish onto the <laughs> where internet where anyone can download. Them. Yeah, like you know, just the other day I was. You know, I have that weekly uh, appearance on Larry Flick's radio show on Sirius uh-huh. XM Channel One Hundred Five uh, Entertainment Radio. Yeah, one on one with Larry Flick. And um, I was on there, and um, I casually mentioned to uh, Larry that my parents were listening. And, of course, on the air, he goes, oh, and Joe's parents are listening, right? He yeah. goes, "I." he said something to the effect of he wants to meet my mom or talk to my mom or something like that. He's obsessed with my mom. He's like, she is such a – she's like another character on your show. Like, she is like a major, major part of your podcast, and I was like, oh, why is he saying this? <laughs> now she's going to want to hear. Joey, what are you saying about me on this show? What are you saying? You know, people from the church will listen. You know, like, oh, yes, yeah, the people from the church. Jerry Renteria, you know, is listening to this show. Well, what if he stumbles upon it? Because he's like Strangely, deep in iTunes looking no, for LGBT J- podcasts. Jerry Renteria is a woman, right? Let me tell oh, you about sorry. Jerry, let me tell you about this Jerry Renteria. She's a woman. Uh-huh. And her husband passed away, and now she has some younger husband. And my mom, that's a huge scandal, right? Yeah. 
But um, also, like, my mom's always, not at war with her, but she's always, like, reporting Jerry Renteria news to me because sure. Jerry Renteria is, like, uber conservative, like, crazy Trump-loving, hates Hillary conservative. Yeah. And my mom is not at all and so, like, is upset about that. But what I always love is one time Jerry Renteria and her her now-passed-away husband dropped by my parents' house years ago, years and years ago. Uh, on a holiday, I don't remember, it might have been Thanksgiving or Christmas, who knows. And she had her grandson with her. And she's a lot older, so she's like in her 70s. So her grandson's probably about, I would say, your age now. Okay. Right? No, he's, he's always been your age, but right. at the time, it was he was probably in his mid-20s, I would say. Oh, my God. So. <laughs> I like uh, that you clarified he's always been my age. Like, he didn't skip a few years. Why, well, man? Sure like, of it? Well, like what I meant was it could have been construed as, like, he was in his mid-30s at the oh, time. okay, okay. Yeah. Got you. So, no, he, no. why would I like him? Why would I think he's cute if he's in his mid-30s? Gross. <laughs> no, he was, like, in his mid-20s, and, uh, oh, my God, trying so... Trying to find himself. Yeah, so fucking cute. Oh, oh. Too busy to put on real shoes, wears Adidas slides everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And so cute, right? So, like, okay. I, like, somehow his, my mom mentioned his name or like his full name you know yeah and um you looked him up i looked him up and he's like um like a broadway dancer or something like that right and i was like yeah i think so yeah 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 i think there was another article in there how how he's gay or something like that and i was like oh so one um i should have totally hit on him that night i was talking to him but i didn't realize you know yeah and two, uh, how's Granny taking that? Yeah, I wonder if Granny knows. Huh. Interesting. I can't remember, I can't remember his name now. Um, interest. Do you have other stories you want to tell me? Oh, did we finish your stories? Well, I mean, I met Steve's friends. Steve met my parents. Wait, Steve before moved. I get angry. Yeah, before I get angry, do you have another story? No. Oh, you could have totally split that story. You could have split the Steve moved to meet his friends into another story. Yeah, I had one other story, so I kind of had, like, I grouped them as, like, meeting, right? So ju- I, I met them, Steve met my parents, and yeah. then I had another story, but then the other story is, like, was more interesting, like, the day after it happened, and I put it on Trello, but now that it's been <laughs> three weeks, it's kind of like, mm, I don't even remember details. Oh. So. We'll never know. We'll never get to the bottom of it. Hey, Joe, you know what we could talk about briefly is- I have I put another out story. An, oh. Okay, go ahead. Make it quick. It is a quick story. I told you I had two quick stories today. Go. So the other day, my mom had um, some people over. She's going to have some people over. They were going to go to the movies with my father, and it was going to be a little thing, right? But when I'm at the house, we find out that there was a relative who um, was ill and in the hospital, right? Okay. So my mom's like, oh, I better call his wife. And I was like, okay. So she calls the wife, and I can hear my mom like, oh, really? Oh, my God, that's awful. And then he found out, so you want to take him to the hospital? Uh-huh. Wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hello? <laughs> Hi, Linda. Linda's one of the people coming over. Uh-huh. Oh, you're... Okay. Um. I don't... Just get whatever kind of pie you want. And I go... I'm just like, I'm just tuning in at this point. Like, what's going on? And she goes, uh-huh. No, don't get two pies, Linda. Just get one pie. Oh. Um, I don't know. Hold on. And then she calls my dad. And he's like, yeah. 
Uh, Linda's at, at, at Marie Callender's and she's going to get two pies and she wants to know what kind of pie you want. And he goes, well, what kind of pies do they have? Oh, shit. What ki- Linda, what kind of pies do they have? Uh-huh. And I go, Mom. <laughs> Somebody's you, waiting. You, you have someone you're talking to who, who's like you're in a serious conversation with on the phone. Joey, mind your own business. Anyway, what, Linda? Okay, yeah. they have... Pumpkin. And she goes through the list. Okay. Berry. <laughs> uh huh. No. Banana cream pie. Uh, I, I think I like that. They, Mike, they go through a whole list of pies. A whole okay. list of pies. A blackberry or boysenberry pie sounds really good right now. Yeah. And like, okay. They have apple, cherry, and then he's like, hmm. I don't remember. I don't know what they find decided on. But now she goes back. She like, hello, hello. Yeah. Hang, and I go, she goes, I don't, she hung up. Rude. And I go, I go, I know. No, she didn't say that. And I go, mom, you just, you just took forever. But the pies, she was on the phone. Joey. And she had serious shit she was dealing with. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. So she calls her, and then she calls her back and she goes, I'm sorry. Linda called and I was trying to get her off the phone and I kept saying I have to go. And I was like, that's not what happened at all. She literally went through every pie that they had at Marie Count. Never mentioned to Linda that this was happening either. Right. And Linda could have, she could have just said to Linda, you know what? Pick your two favorites. Like, those sound good. I know. You know what I mean? Marie Callender's doesn't have a bad kind of pie. Like, even like a rhubarb, but I don't think that Marie Callender's does that, does it? Do, do they, they really sell just a rhubarb, though? Or I feel like rhubarb's always mixed with something, because rhubarb would be way too sour. No, have you ever had rhubarb pie? I've had strawberry rhubarb pie. I've had rhubarb pie, and it's like covered with gelatinous, like sweet stuff. That oh, The I only see. kind of tart part is the actual rhubarb. Oh, so they mix some sweet thing with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, like glaze or something like that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, <laughs> pie sounds good. That's the moral of this story. Five weeks pie. of no shows, and this is these are the fantastic <laughs> stories we have. Yeah. So, um, cool. Okay, well, so you're going nice to move on to get that story. Oh, you know what? On. I had something else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I put out an episode a week after we said we weren't coming back, and mm-hmm. for the winter vacation that we took. So I was curious if you had any thoughts about that. <laughs> Um, which I love how we just had a conversation where I, t- I gave, I shared my thoughts with you. Like, I love repeating parts of our conversation. Yeah. Uh, I was just telling my friend Mike Lawson. Yeah, I was just talking to my friend Mike Lawson about how, uh, yeah, I, I was, this is true. I have to I actually have to say this now. On the phone call, I was telling Mike that I have this verbal tick that I do that I, I hate. Yeah. I, I do it on the show a lot, which is also. I don't s- hate it. I do notice it a lot, though. I'll say, like, I was just telling Sweet Michael this the other day, and then I'll. But there's no reason for me to have mentioned that I told Sweet yeah. Michael this. Well, people do it, and when you when other people do it, a lot of times my brain thinks like, okay, well, like I register that that's a relevant part of what he's about to tell me. Like this is, that's going to add something to the story he's about to say, right? Yeah, but in and my for case, the no. most part, it does. But for you, it does not. A lot of times, it's just like. And a way for you to intro a story instead of just starting it. No, it's not even a story. It's like a point of view all the time. So it'll be like, you know, I was just telling Sweet Michael the other day, I don't know if I like President-elect Trump. No, sometimes you do. It's even stupider than that. It's like, (laughs) that wasn't meant to be judgmental, but (laughs) it like, or I should say pointless. It's like, I was just telling Sweet Michael that I read an article 
Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just tell me about the fucking article. Yeah, I don't know why I do that. It's annoying. It's not uh, annoying to me, by the way, but I do notice it. Yeah, I, I, I want to stop it. There's two things I do. And by the way, just so you guys know, because people listening might not know this, or you might not know this, I would say 40% of the editing I do is me taking out Joe Batant saying, right? <laughs> right? Like, I, I'll go like, so you guys don't hear it because I take a lot of them out. As many, if, it, if, it, if it would make the sound weird, I don't. But I'll be like, so I went to the mall, right? And uh, I was talking to my mom, right? And I'm like, what? Stop. Like, I'm so oh, mad at myself when I edit this show. Yeah, it's awful. So, I wonder if I had that tick, if you would have even noticed it. Are there things that I do that you notice? I'm sure there are, but do you notice them? I, I notice them when I'm editing, but now I have to. I'll, I'll, I'll write them down when I edit. Okay. So go on. You were talking oh, to your yeah, friend yeah, Mike yeah, Lawson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what's so funny? I was I was driving and I was talking to Adam Vaught, and he said, <laughs> "No, but it's true." Right? It is, and it is actually right. <laughs> I was telling Adam Vaught this. That was it is relevant to the story. I was driving, and I was talking to friend of the show Adam Vaught, and he said, uh, "So any thoughts on uh, Mike Lawson's um, episode he put out about you?" And I was like, "What the hell are you talking about?" And he goes. He goes, uh, Mike Lawson put out an episode about, he said you wouldn't know. I feel badly enough for telling you. I go, no, I had no idea. I know, but Mike, you know what you and I were talking about? Mike, you know what's so funny is you and I, you, the day before you called me yeah. and you were like, um, no, we hey. were texting, I believe. Yeah. You, we were texting and you said, Hey, um, uh, what episode did you do the Lion King song? I'm like, yeah. I don't know. And I I never thought about it again. And then we were getting these emails and tweets, and I was like, I don't know, what are these crazy people talking about? I like it never registered to me that there was another episode. It never registered yeah. that anything was going on. So so I you know I wavered back and forth about whether to do a nice response or like a snarky response. I think well, I, before I, you get there, like yeah. I was when I put it out, I knew it wasn't like the minute I hit publish, Joe would be like, oh, let me listen to what Mike just put out, because. You don't, I would imagine, don't keep your eye on the feed because you know when episodes are coming, you know? So I, I got that and I knew it was somebody was going to give it to you or someone was going to tweet at us and, you know, ex- let you, or you would then pick up that something has been published. So it wasn't like Adam spoiled it or anything. Like I knew it was going to get to you that Yeah, way. I subscribed to the show. So I would eventually, I would have been like, why is there a new catching up? You know, right. I would have been like, I, it, it would have, it would have come across. At and some maybe point. It, over time, it took you a couple days maybe to say, maybe? I'm not sure how long it took, but if it had been longer, maybe I would have even mentioned something to you. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have to, you know? So when I published it, I was like, I wonder, there's two ways this can go. Joe can do like a snarky, I hate Mike Lawson kind of response, mm-hmm. which I know is a joke and it would have been funny probably. Uh, or another response could have been, I mean, the the thing that I put out was I feel like nice. It was like Joe says he put a lot of work into these jokes. Let's give them one more laugh so that, you know, the the work he put into it goes, you, we get an extra laugh out of it, whatever. I think that's nice. So I was like, maybe he'll say something nice back. Um so where which direction did you decide to go? No, I, I I was very appreciative. I was very touched. There was a part of me, and it could be the self-hating part of me, because I, I was getting this sense 
before we stopped recording that you were getting nervous that I wanted to stop doing the show. And I felt like, is this like Mike's way of going like, not please don't quit the show, but like, I hope Joe doesn't oh, feel underappreciated. Sure. That's why he wants to quit the show kind of thing. No, I'm I'm sure it's connected, but I think you're reading into the the feelings I had before. Look, this is a hobby for me, so the second this becomes not not fun, like I'm done. And I oh, feel I see that what you're saying. it should be the same with you. Like if this is stressful, I don't think it's worth it. Like the, it's not like we're getting like money or fame out of this. Like well, I think we have friend we've met people, I enjoy it. And I think you enjoy it. But the minute that that joy is gone, like, let's stop. Like, I don't want to stress myself out over a hobby, you know? No, 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 no. So I, I think fun. that, no, but yeah. I think when you were talking about, like, feeling stressed before the break, I wanted to make sure you you were feeling stressed because of life and not that doing this with this hobby was adding extra stress to you. Like, so I think that's what I was kind of getting at before the break. But then maybe some of that, did also influence me to put that together not because it was like oh if i do this joe will want to continue to do this show but maybe i was recognizing that you had mentioned that some of the work you have done on this has been underappreciated i think was the term you used and not saying that it deserved more appreciation but just that you know the work you were putting into some of those gags where it would be a quick laugh and then never mentioned again wasn't just made it not worth your time so well, I appreciate it. But um, in terms of quitting the show, no, 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 no. I'll let you know if I'm getting there. It was just – there's something to do with this show where I can only like do – and we did a long well, – look, we did like four – almost four years. We never missed a week. Right. And, and sometimes and a, twice a week. Yeah. And so at a certain point, I just got just tired. I just needed a break. You know, it sure. wasn't that I I wanted to stop doing the show. I just needed some time not – thinking about the show and also you're right that was a very i'm still actually stressed out but um it was a very stressful time in my life i was up for a job that i just realized took two months to find out well it was a two-month-long process for and then last thursday i found out i did not get the job but right. um bummer and bummer but uh, i was up for a, a job that i really wanted and so i was going through the whole interview process and all that drama and um so I was dealing with that and then trying to find a way to make money and um, and then it was just a holiday. I, I don't, I'm not a big fan of the holidays. I've told people over um, – see, I just did it again. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of the holidays. So to me, my favorite holiday is January 2nd. Sure. Like, I'm happy when the holidays are over. Well, the way you describe the anxiety of like spending Thanksgiving alone where I think that – like the – not Thanksgiving alone, but remember how you were like post Thanksgiving dinner, you were like without plans or something. Oh yeah. Why did that remember? happen? I don't even remember. Isn't that sad? I don't remember why. Yeah. I don't remember exactly, but it did cause you anxiety and where the reverse would be true for me. Like holiday dinner. Good. That's the anxiety for me. And then as soon as I leave, thank God, like stop at the liquor store on the way oh. home and like be by myself. Like that is what's good for me. You know? Me yeah, Which is very yeah, different yeah. people. So anyway, long story short, if you ever, if this is ever not fun, like let's take a few weeks off, or you know, do it. I mean, even if you wanted to change schedule, or if you wanted to um, talk about like me editing more than I do, I don't want to, but I like that's something we could talk about. <laughs> that's an argument I'm ready to have. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a great um, transition to our next topic. We're looking for an intern. 
oh yeah we do want an intern we have this is sounds stupid but hear us out we have a web based project that would require somebody to listen to many many episodes of catching up doesn't sound like so much fun but um, if that sounds like something you might enjoy, hit us up by emailing intern at cupodcast.com, which could eventually become your email address. We want the intern to um, become a staple of the show. I think, Joe, even – did you have like a segment for what we would be – is that a I thought, thing? Well, actually, I think I'll give you credit for that. You came up with that idea. Mm, I don't want credit for that idea. Oh, for I'll th- take credit then. Uh, I think it would be funny if every week – do you think it should be every week – Sure. I mean, we could do a few minutes. We could check in on a few minutes. It could even be we should maybe have this conversation up. It doesn't have to be like we arrange a time to call that person. It could be you and the intern, me and the intern, the intern sends in audio. Oh, I see you what you're saying. I mean? That's like, it doesn't yeah, yeah. have to be like a, an arranged thing every week because I think that will become difficult fast. Yeah, yeah. As, well, basically, when I have a regular feature, I can say that. A regular feature of the show where we <laughs> – catch up yeah where where we talk to the intern about what they've heard and they can tell us they can basically recap the episodes that they listened to and what happened and what was didn't work and what worked and and sort of tells the episode number and that that might interest you guys to go back and listen but i was telling mike i want to call the segment catching up catches up wait what is it catching up (laughs) with catching up catching up on catching up Something like that, right? We didn't get the joke. I don't know. Fuck. I didn't laugh the first time, so I don't no, know you if did you're not. expecting one now. Now it's but, time to, for catching up with catching up, catching up with catching up. So we're looking for somebody who has internet access and wouldn't mind catching up with us every once in a while to kind of um, update us on how you're doing. We would like you to become a part of the show um, while you're doing this project. Um, so that means you would also need to have a microphone of some sort so that so you that can that knocks Joey Boohecker out. So, <laughs> oh no! Now he has to go to therapy because I made that joke. Um, so we're looking for somebody who has like a microphone. Like we Google Hangout, it's not a very difficult uh, setup. You don't need to have like any sort of crazy sound system or studio equipment or anything. But um, we would want you to catch up with us. You don't have to have previous podcasting experience no. in fact i would call it a plus if you don't um and it should be fun so email us at intern at got uh at cupodcast.com uh, intern, intern at cupodcast.com um, um this is a really good transition you know during the break as well we did we had two episodes of catching up with catching up oh my god yeah the first one was with gus chad yes who won the big blue test contest so Gus Chad is known for he does these paintings. One of one of which uh, he did of Joe, and we there was an auction to raise money for Pride Forty Eight a few, couple years back, and he's done other paintings. And it was nice to talk to him about like the work he does. And I don't want to give too much of his personal story because he yeah he's not. I mean, he's not a podcaster, so he doesn't go out and tell the world all of his stuff, but. It was interesting, um, and it was, I think, a really good catching up call. They've mm-hmm. all been good with the exception of one, really. Ah, oh, that one's the worst. 
and you know right now everyone who's done a kitchen up with kitchen up calls thinking it's them no and we, so it's not anyone who listens now it wasn't you no he, was, was, he wasn't even listening like, then yeah it was very bizarre and i don't know how he even won or how he knew he won well he was a fan at one point yeah. And then he just stopped listening, and then he won, and he he was a fan of other podcasts. And so, so someone who listened yeah. to that podcast, yeah, they tweeted him and were like, hey, you won this contest. And remember he was just like, what? Uh, someone said uh, I won At the end of the something? call, he's like, I got to go, guys. I'm sorry, yeah. but this is Oh, my God, that was long. so awkward. <laughs> and it was probably only like 20 minutes long. Not even that, like 10 minutes. It was so short. Yeah, it was weird. And it was like, so you would tell him stuff, and he would be like okay <laughs> like it was yeah. just a weird uh. conversation with i don't know it was weird anyway we're not talking about that though we also uh caught up with friend of the it show it was like when i when i moved to the phone from grinder you know like you have the gr- <laughs> you're tat you're chatting with someone on grinder you're like oh, let's, let's move to the phone then you actually talk to oh. them and they're like, <laughs> um, we also caught up with john marty um who is a friend of the show who works for a high school and he had a million people at the high school do big blue test entries, um, which was really nice of him. And he is also the husband of a friend of the show, Nico. Yeah. They're husbands, right? Married? Yep, they're married. Uh, and Joe has been to their house multiple times, and their multiple stories times. have been part of our, our stuff as well. So that was nice to catch up with him, and um, both of those were really good conversations. Yeah, they were really good conversations. I had a really good time talking to both of them. Um, and, uh, yeah, so catching up, I, I look, I'm Mike, Mike thinks I'm, I want to quit the show. I want to bring back catching up with catching up. Okay. <laughs> I feel like we've, the biggest fights we've ever gotten, Joe, you and I are over catching up with catching up. And I'm not talking about your dumb gag with the bag. Like, I feel like it brings out the worst in you and it Ew, touches. Why? But- no, no, no. It brings out the worst in you that touches my buttons, right? Or it pushes my buttons. Like, like indirect kind of answers drive me nuts or like scheduling stuff and then people kind of like like asked and answered but then like, I don't know. Let's catch up with John on Tuesday at 3 o'clock. Does that work? And then you're like, yes, that's fine. And then at 2.30, you're like, hey, I'm in the car. I won't be home till 3.30. That... To a normal person, that's annoying. But to me, that's like infuriating. Wait, did, did that happen at any of these phone calls? Did it not happen on any single one of them? That's my question, Joe. I feel like every single one of them, hundred percent, close with to ninety-five percent. Chad and John Marti. Oh no, neither of these. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, oh. Before I, that, though, I, I, I would say love. the batting. You're. It was close to hundred percent. I still love though the the closing question, man. Because it's what's funny is the best part about it is when I there's a moment I don't know what it is that you know and I know the question that's coming, and even before I say anything, I can hear you like seething. I can hear you, I can just hear like your brain just sizzling from the anger. It's not so what Joe's talking about is he ends most of these calls by asking the person if it's like talking to a celebrity when they talk to me, something like that, but. (laughs) It's not – I'm not mad. It's just like so dumb and you treat it seriously that I don't want the person on the phone to think that I – like my options are to sit and just let you silently say the joke. But I don't want to like be – I don't want someone to think that I think that 
mm-hmm. maybe they want maybe i'm a celebrity it's always it's like it's for people who are listening like I'll find some weird um, in, like some weird thing they said. I'll be like, you know, that's funny you say that. You met Beyonce once. You, (laughs) I'm like, oh, you met Beyonce? Let me ask you this question. You've been listening, like sometimes the person will say like, you know, I've listened to you. Like with Gus Chad, he was saying that he's listened to you since the beginning, since like Game Night Guys. Yeah. And I was like, you listen to the Game Night Guys. You listen to what some would call lies. And then uh, Mike's already going like, don't answer this. Don't answer this. (laughs) So um, Catching Up was fun. And if you have a reason to bring it back, Catching Up with Catching Up, let's do it. But in the meantime, we're looking to catch up with an intern. We've got an actual like task for you to do too. Uh, We're not looking for a ton of your time. Um, but somebody who could sit and listen to many hours of podcasts, um, at double speed maybe, but someone but who has that ability. Sitting. Not in one sitting, though. Right, right, right. But it's not – this is going to be a multiple-month project, um, and we're looking for a commitment. So we're going to pick one – we're going to pick the right person. Um, we're not going to be like some other shows that have like contests that require you to do anything too crazy, but we might <laughs> – yeah, yeah. We might – if we get some good applicants, maybe we'll bring a couple on to do some sort of like um, – maybe we'd introduce them and let our listeners help us pick potentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's see who, who responds. Mike, let's I, we get I'm, no I'm – yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm predicting zero responses. So email us intern at cupodcast.com and let us know you're interested and we will get back to you right away. Um, all right, Joey, we did an hour episode. That's weird. We had a lot of show business because it's been a few weeks, but yeah. Um, anything else you want to catch up about? No. Cool. Well, Joey, it was nice catching up with you. Go to hell, Mike. Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Find a new episode each week at cupodcast.com, in iTunes, or in the Stitcher Smart Radio app. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cupodcast. Follow us on Twitter at cupodcast. Email us at guys at cupodcast.com. Or call our listener line at 510-239-7798. Um, I mean... Um, uh, um, 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 uh, um, uh, um, Use action to defeat worry and fear. Do something to change what can be changed, and you'll no longer be afraid.